Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let us pray. Father, thank you that although we do not see it, you are still working. You are working on our lives. You are working on the church. You are working on our families. You are working on our children. You are working on our health. You are working on our finances. You are working on every aspect of our lives in the name of Jesus. Where we cannot see, you are working even on our blind spots, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory, we give you praise. As we come before you this morning, speak your word into our hearts, Lord. Mighty Holy Spirit, minister to us in a way that we'll understand. Open our eyes to behold wondrous things from your word. Let our life be patterned according to your word. We give you glory. We give you praise. We humble ourselves before you and say, Lord, we are under your tutelage. We are under your instruction. We are under your guidance. We are under your direction. Teach us whither we should go in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Well, it's a delight to see all of you. And I'm excited. I pray you're also excited to see me. And it's a blessing to share God's word with you. Like the pastor who was here said, um, there's a lifestyle. Is that what he said? A lifestyle for every category of people. And also there's a lifestyle for Christians. So as we come into, we open into the perfect law of liberty, which is the word of God, we see the lifestyle of Christians. Amen. The Bible says that how can a young man keep his way pure? This scripture does not only refer to sin. That how can a young man decide that he will not sin? But it's like purity, which means to be right. To live right. How can a young man live right? Sometimes to live right is to go to school and complete school. Amen. Because a 22-year-old boy who has not finished matric is not living right. Something in right. Because at 22, you must be at UKZN. You shouldn't still be at um, Nordale High. Unless you are a worker there. Do you, do you understand? <laughs> so it's like God's word teaches us how to live right. So the Bible says, how can a young man keep his way? With, wherewithal shall a young man clean his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. By taking heed, having attention, having respect, looking into the word of God. Then you know how to live your life. How to live your life. So today we are going to look into the manual for life and see how add one of the keys, one of the things we must do as Christians, add it to our life. Amen. Are you not excited? Yeah. You know, anytime you come to church, you hear the word of God. After you've heard the word of God, there must be something you should do. So if you hear there's nothing to do, boss, can you sit up? You too. Okay. Do you know why I'm saying so? One day I had a job in England. Do you see? And they sacked me because I was sitting like that. They, they used a camera to watch me and they said, ah, the way you're sitting, you can't work here. And then they sacked me. They, they put me on a first class coach. <laughs> Back to London and sacked me. So anytime I see anybody say, I become scared. Yeah, I become very scared. So it's not like I'm against... I'm like, no, me too. that's how I sit naturally. <laughs> it frightens me. <laughs> Amen. Good, as I say before we got here. 
I'm saying there must be something to do. If you listen to her, there's nothing to do. There's something wrong. There must be something to stop, something to change. Because God is fixed. Say God is working. So he's fixing our lives day by day. Day by day. Day by day. So when we look into the perfect law of liberty, it's like watching into a mirror. When you dress up and you look into, like just before I came up, I look into a mirror and I saw that my hair, uh, where the gray is, one of them is going to the left instead of the right. So I took the comb, I brought it, come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be in one place. Don't spread all over the place before they retire me. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So when you look into the word of God, there always must be something to fix. Something to correct, something to improve. Amen. Also, put your hands together for the choir. They sang very well. Yeah, they sang well. And if you want to join the choir, it's open to join immediately after church. Just see one of the people sitting in front and say, I want to join. Or see one of the choristers, the people you saw singing, say, I, I, I can sing gospel. I can sing gospel. I have sung hip-hop for a long time, but now I want to sing gospel. And you will get a chance to sing. Say amen. Say another amen. So I've been sharing with you why you must be a soul winner. Amen. Why each and every one of us must be soul winners. Amen. And I said that last Sunday, last Sunday I showed you the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is that not so? I've been preaching from this book. Why you must be a soul winner. Where's our camera? It's gone to town. Hey, switch off. Too early. Photo. Uh-huh. So I've been, I've been, I shared with you uh, how to preach salvation to others, how to preach the gospel to others. And I said it's from this book, this very nice book, what, how to preach salvation. And I'm, I put it on special for as long as I'm preaching this series for just 50 runs. It's a very big book. Usually books as big as this. You don't get it for 50 runs at all. Do you get it? And it will teach you how to become a soul winner, how to preach salvation. Amen. But last Sunday, I, I, I taught you how to preach the gospel and a basic way to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is acceptance, belief. Accept that you are a sinner, believe in Jesus Christ and confess him as your Lord and you will be saved. Amen. This Sunday, I want to continue on why you must be a soul winner. And I want to give you maybe two or three reasons and then we will close. Amen. So the next reason, so if it's your first time, I'm preaching in such a way that if it's your first time, you can pick from where I, I am. So I'm giving reasons why you must be a soul winner. Okay, so I want to say reasons why I must be a soul winner. Do you get it? That's what I'm saying, you. So if your name is James, reason why James must be a soul winner. If your name is Jim, reason why Jim must be a soul winner. If your name is Jack, reason why Jack must be a soul winner. If your name is what again? Jill. Do you get it? And then justice. That's how it goes, okay? Powerful. Say amen. Wonderful. So why you must be a soul winner? One reason why you must be a soul winner is that you, we must be soul winners. Let me see which one will suit this congregation first. Okay. We must be soul winners so that the gospel can reach everyone in the world. We must be soul winners so that the gospel can reach everyone in the world. Hallelujah. So that every single person can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Matthew 24. Matthew 24 is the piece of scripture we want to read today. So that the gospel, and I told you gospel, uh uh-huh. The gospel, I told you when we say the gospel, let's look at the gospel scripture first. I told you when we say the gospel, we don't mean Rebecca Malope's songs. Amen. We do not also mean um, Benjamin. You seem surprised. That's gospel music, but that's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's Christian music, but it's not the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Okay, what is the gospel? What is the gospel of Jesus Christ? The gospel of Jesus Christ is that Jesus came to die and rise again. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 through to 4. Put it up, please. It says, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, 
which also ye have received and wherein ye stand. So he's talking to Christians. Says, this is the gospel that I preach to you. Verse 2. Verse 2. By which ye are saved. So immediately from here we can deduce by the law of deductions, we can deduce that through the gospel salvation comes. Do you get it? Through the gospel salvation comes. If ye keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye believed in vain. Okay? If you keep in memory, you believe right. That's how salvation comes. Verse 3. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. So it means that the gospel must be passed on from person to person, from person to person, from person to person, from person to person. You are not the final destination of the gospel. The fact that you have heard the gospel, that means the God, we must stop preaching the gospel. You must also take it to the next person. It is your responsibility and your duty to pass it on to the next person. So say, I delivered unto you first of all that which I received. I mean, somebody preached the gospel to him. And then he gave a preaching to us. How that now he's explaining what the gospel is. How that Christ died for our sins. According to the scripture. What did Christ die for? For our sins. The death of Christ affects all of us because all of us have sins. Bible says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory. Everybody has sinned. Your mother has sinned. Your father has sinned. Your uncle has sinned. Your pastor has sinned. Everybody has sinned. So this thing, this salvation, this gospel we are talking, it concerns us. It says how that Christ died for our sins. Verse 4. It doesn't end there. And that he was buried. So he died and he was buried. He didn't only die. He died and was buried. How that Christ died and was buried. And he rose again on the third day. According to the scripture. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. He died, he was buried, and he rose again. Why? For our sins. For our sins. Matthew one twenty one. the Bible tells us, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. How is he going to do that, saving us from sin? By dying, being buried, and rising from the dead. So this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the gospel of Jesus. And I'm saying that everybody is supposed to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now Matthew 24. We, and we must carry it out. Without us, the gospel is dependent. Jesus, God, and heaven is depending on us to carry the gospel from place to place to till it gets to the end of the world. Acts 1 8, the Bible says, And you shall receive power to be witnesses unto me in all Jerusalem. And they were living in Jerusalem. So this, this, this wild declaration Jesus was making, he was making it in Jerusalem. So they, where they lived, Jerusalem, in Judea, in, in Samaria, in Judea, and then the ends of the earth. So it's like, go to the ends of the earth and witness to them the gospel. How that, this was after Jesus died and he rose. He didn't say this before he died. How, when he died and he rose again, then he was telling them, go and tell everybody in the world how I died. I was buried for three days and I rose again. Go and tell everybody. Go and tell everybody. And he told them after he showed himself. So it's like you, what you have seen. I'm the evidence. You saw me. You were there that day when I died. You saw them bury me. And then you have seen me rise again. Now go and tell everybody about it. Yeah. When they believe, they will be saved. This is the gospel we are talking about. Not Rebecca. Don't go and tell everybody about Rebecca. So like, I mean. Don't, don't also get the picture that I don't like Rebecca. My favorite South African musician is Rebecca Malope. No, I'm serious. That's my favorite. I mean, I know there's jo- my wife likes joyous celebration. I don't know them. I don't even know one person. It's Mohalia or Mahalia. Is she in joy? Is she in jo- Okay, no problem. No, it's not a problem. In Dokozo. Dokozo is a heavy one. She's slim now. Yes, in Tokozo. I hear in Tokozo. I don't know her. If I see, I don't. If I, she show me a picture, I don't know. Ma, Mahalia or Mohalia, I know her because I met her. 
Mahalia. I met, I have a picture with this Mahalia. This, that's how come they show me. Oh, that's them. I said, okay, Mahalia, come here quickly. Yes. So that's how I know. As for Mahalia, if I see her, I'll see her. Yeah. I know Benjamin Dube. Yes. But my favorite South African musician is Rebecca. Do you get it? And my favorite song is Tetele Inkosia. Kosi. And that's the only song I know that she sang. She, I know only one song that she has. <laughs> yeah, but it's still my favorite. Because when I'm under pressure, I always remember Tetele. So that's it. Do you get it? So it's not like I don't know. I'm saying that this is the gospel. The gospel is about Jesus Christ. How that he died. He was buried and he rose again. And he has given us a charge if we are going to be Christians, if we are going to identify with Christ, to go out there and tell everybody about it. Matthew 24, let's read from verse 1. I think we can even do that and go home. Matthew 24, verse 1. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. Verse 2. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? It's like, don't you understand what you are seeing? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So Jesus was telling them, All these things you have shown me, you are showing me, we are showing me city hall, you are showing me this building, you are showing me um, Christ, I hope, cathedrals, um, um, Harry Guala, all these things you are showing me, the new more, the old more. He said, all these things will be broken down. Stop going and boasting about that. Oh, you see, we have a nice building here. We have a nice more. Even from the looting, we can see that a more can be here today and tomorrow it will not be there. A whole more. We went to sleep. The mall was not there. Me, I traveled out of the country. When I came back, the mall was not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was going, there was a, I even went there to shop. I even went there to shop. And even the person I went to shop for, she ordered more things from that mall. When I came back, the morning I landed in the country, the mall was burned to the ground. Yeah. So Jesus said, don't you understand? All these things will be destroyed. Stop making so much noise about it. It's not that important. It's not as important as you, you are making it look. It will all be destroyed. Verse 3. And, and as he sat upon Mount Olive, the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Because when he said that, his disciples were scared. That, hey, this guy. We are just showing you. We just came to show you the nice thing that has happened. Look at what you are saying. You say all these things will be destroyed. Let's go and ask him very well. So when he did, the disciples came to him privately to ask him, what is it that you are talking? He said, tell when shall these things be? When will it happen for all these things to be destroyed? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? End of the end of the then he started to, and Jesus answered and said that Jesus is very happy when we ask questions. He explains to us. Yes, he, he explains because if you don't understand, it must be explained to you. He says, Take heed that no man deceive you. Next one. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. He said, When we are getting to the end, one of the common things is deception. People will come deceiving with all kinds of things. The new social media age, the new deception is pastors deceiving. Christians. Yeah, that's the new one. Yeah, very, very sad. Pastors who are supposed to lead us to the truth now have become deceivers. Sometimes it's pastors you know. Yeah, it's pastors you know. And because you know them, you get, before even you get emotional, you get sucked into the deception before you know that you are being deceived. In your simplicity. I mean, if I came and I, as I'm preaching, I add a little deception to you, you won't notice it immediately. Because you are emotionally connected to me, you are spiritually connected. So you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, later on, when the whole truth is viewed, you realize that, eh. The way the thing is, is different, though. It's not the way you thought that we were fighting for 
um, what, what is rightfully ours. Then you realize that later you realize the person is fighting for 12 million. Which is not what you thought. If you knew from the be- tell me the truth. If you knew from the beginning that it's about 12 million. You would have from US dollars, not rants. You would have from the beginning. Say no, 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 no. The motive for this thing is evil. It's evil. It's there's an evil motive for all these things. Then you would have pulled away. But because it started from somewhere, so you say, oh, you're just being swept. It's like you, you can cook a frog till it dies. You put it in, in, in the water and it will dance till it's death. You put it in the water, cold water, it will be dancing, then you'll be heating the water. It will be, as the water is getting hot, it will be dancing, 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 till the water starts to boil. Before it realizes that, hey, the situation is worse. Oh. It's not that the water has changed, but it's too late. But if you were to put a frog in boiling water, it will jump out. The reflex will boom out. So it says, deception will come. So watch out against deception. We are talking about the end. Next verse. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. How many of us have heard of wars? Yeah, wars, different wars. World War One. We've heard a war that goes a war that's like a pandemic. It goes all over the world. World War One. World War II, just as we play World Cup, football World Cup, that same war also, they'll play World Cup. World Cup. You will hear of wars and rumors of war. Now we see the latest war we are seeing is the Taliban's in Afghanistan. They've taken over Afghanistan after 20 years of America going to work there. Going to where all the money that America has spent in Afghanistan, if they spent it in South Africa, everybody will have enough money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously, we won't looting. How do I know? Do you know what a SCAD missile is? A SCAD missile. You see, when you watch movies, you see that missiles that they drop, it just falls like rain. Like the plane will be passing, then it's falling, a lot of it. One, one of them, that, that thing that drops, one of them, only one is $4,000. Only one is $4,000. And when they pass once, they drop about five hundred to 1000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you get it? All the money they spend, if they came to spend it here, we will all be educated. That's if we want to be. Yeah. Everybody will go to school for free. They spent it in Afghanistan 20 years. These guys are going to use one year, two years to spoil everything. Yeah. Rumors of war. See that ye trouble not for all these things must come to pass. But that is not the end. So Jesus said, the end has still not come. Verse 5. We are going to 14, so let's fly. For nations shall rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. Nations will rise against, we've seen nations rise up against nations. America and Russia have been in a cold war for years. Until Russia's money is getting finished. Yeah. Nations. Iran with America. Iraq with America with Afghanistan. Like different nations against nations. South Africa and Zimbabwe. That's a friendly match. Kingdoms against kingdoms. Kingdoms against kingdoms. And there shall be famine. He said one of the things that is going to come is hunger. It will also come. And pestilence, which is diseases. We all know of our friend, um, Jonita. We all know of this, our friend, Corona. Our enemy, our COVID. Please go and vaccinate, okay? Please go and vaccinate. All right? So that we can be armed against the mutations of the virus. At least some type of defense. All right? Powerful. And earthquakes, as for earthquake, there we hear it. And in diverse places, verse 8. All these things are the beginning of sorrow. So Jesus is telling, this is how it will begin. When you see these things, it's just advert. Do you know when they are coming to show a movie, sometimes they give you a trailer, they show you some few things. Uh-huh. These are just prelude to it. Verse 9. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted. And shall kill you, and, they, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Have you not seen this thing happening? 
somebody doing his best for Jesus, then people, hatred has entered into people. Yeah, people who hate, don't you see Christians are hated everywhere. Anywhere you go, you say you are, two things you shouldn't, you shouldn't say you are a snake. You shouldn't say you are a Christian. As soon as you say you are a snake, you want to kill the snake. If you say you are a Christian, people have a certain reaction towards you. Yeah, yeah, it's becoming more and more and more and more. Even if you look at this lockdown that we are going, the first target is the church. Anytime that we go, uh, the only time the church is free, I think it's level one. Even level one, cry, we don't know. But the first, as soon as he can say, fellow South Africans, it means the church. The church. And, and this is a Christian president. So imagine if it was. It was a non-Christian. I don't know what you are thinking, but I mean a non, yeah, a not Christian. Yeah. The fellow South African means church. So basically it's like the church is the South Africa. <laughs> and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Betrayal is becoming even more common. What is betrayal? Betrayal is somebody we are working. Let's work together. We are all working. We are all working. We are. You are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will stand till he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us as we walk inside by side. Oh, it's okay. Together. So as we are. We are walking nicely, no? Then I saw, have you seen that plant? As soon as he looks at it, no, pew. Hey! Oh, as I'm walking with him, you are my brother, we come and pass here. You are my brother, you are my... As we turn around, no, then I turn to this guy. He's a very bad guy, wicked demon. Satan, I'm a demon, yeah? So take me by the Very bad demonic guy. We will start. This guy. Very, very Satan. Very satanic. Then we are working. As we walk inside yeah. by side. He has a he's, he's a member of a cult. He, be, he is into muti muti. Don't don't mind him when he talks, okay? He's very bad. He's a wicked guy. He's letting the people kiss in the church. He this guy. We people who are not married. We will work until he comes. But listen up. As we are walking, when I make a mistake. He brings his hand to hold me, to defend me, and to keep me and keep moving with me. All the mistakes I make, you say it's not really. Let me help you. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Then he's dragging me. Then the same person he tells himself, he's a member of a cult. Eh? He said, so we stand inside. Demons, demons. As long as there is love, I don't know the names of demons. I've given him one. <laughs> God's you. Yeah, betrayal. It's like you are walking with the person, the person just turns up. Yeah. Even if you are in a relationship, you are not sure whether you should introduce your um, your beloved or the person to your friend because he can just do you shibobo. By the time you open your eye, both of you are in a relationship with him. Yeah. 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 You employ somebody by the time you realize he has stolen the business. Yeah. Everything. So it's like Jesus said, this is how. And people will hate one another. People hate people all over the place. I'm sure all of you have somebody who hates you. Short people hate tall people. Tall people hate short people. Poor people hate rich people. Rich people hate poor people. Pastor Meli, you're asking, what have you done? Ask him, he's next to you. <laughs> Amen. Still, the end has not come. Let's go on, let's go on. I think today is only this point. This is why we must preach the gospel. I'm telling you, we must so that everybody will hear the gospel. Because the end is coming. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. It says evil is going to be more. What's your name? Tobela. Tobela. There's more evil in the world today than it was 10 years ago. 
when I was growing up, the type of evil you guys are involved with, especially UKZN girls, the type of evil that... <laughs> I got you. <laughs> the type of evil that people are involved in, UKZN boys. It was not, it was not common in our day. It's not like it didn't exist to. You can't have access to it. It was not common. You can't find it. If you, you have to look for it like the way you look for gold. To find it. But now iniquity, evil. Evil. More. More evil. I mean, some of the evil has have, have been so proliferated such that it's even become like that's the right thing to do. So it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Is the right? If you are not sleeping around, something must be wrong with you. If you are not sleeping around, something is right with you. Amen. You clap so that it looks like everybody's clapping. Don't, don't just be there and say, hey, so what's wrong with me? Every, you are making it obvious. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't smoke that, it's almost like you are not okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you kids are 10 girls. You don't smoke that, it's almost like you are okay. UKZ10 girls, I love you, okay? I love you, I love you. You are my friends. Yeah. It says, iniquity shall abound. Evil shall become more. Verse, verse 13. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. The same. Jesus said, in spite of all the things that will go on, some people will be saved. Who are the people who will be saved? Those who endure to the end. Those who stay true to the end. They will be saved. Then he gives the final sign, the final thing that we must do so that the end can come. You see, don't see the end of the world as a bad thing. The end of the world is actually a rescue from this evil world. When, the, when this world comes to an end, how it will come to an end is that Jesus will come and rescue us from this evil world because the world is not going to change. The world, if the world was going to change, it would have changed when Nelson Mandela was president. When Nelson Mandela was president, South Africa should have changed. We, like the fabric of the human being should have changed. But we didn't change. We just got, we got worse. Then he gave us to Tabo Mbeki, a very good president. How do I remember that he was a good president? When Tabo Mbeki was president, Fuwe was, was five runs, 99. Even 499. Belita. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then when the, when when our man came, then went to 10, 12. Do you get it? So even KFC, KFC Streetwise 2 was 1399. I remember very well, 1390 or 1399. Streetwise 2. Do you see? But then still we didn't change. Then we had after Tabo Mbeki, who did we have? A good, another good man. JZ. We still didn't change. Then we say, oh, JZ is very bad. We are going to bring a good guy. Then we brought fellow South Africans. Still, we have no change. We are not changing. The world is not going to change. The only, the only salvation from this adulterous and perverse world is Jesus coming to collect his children out of this world and take us to heaven. That's the only way. That's the only hope for this world. So, don't, so the world will come to an end or Jesus will come. Don't see it. Hey! No, 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 no. It's actually, it's, we are looking forward to it. To the day that he will appear in glory to come and save us. From this week, hey, Pastor, if it comes, I mean, my marriage, hey, your marriage, your marriage just started, oh, it just started, you are in honeymoon stage. I don't know what you mean, but you are in honeymoon stage. Pastor Melly is waiting for you at <laughs> year nine. <laughs> 
Yeah, so when you come and you are showing this, your pictures and your thing, he's looking at you and he says, okay, no problem, we are waiting. <laughs> keep coming, keep coming. You are still on the no traffic road. Now, don't get the feeling that our marriages are bad. Not at all. We are happy to be married. Yeah. Hallelujah. So that's, that's actually it. Jesus coming to rescue. We are looking forward to it. But before Jesus can come, we must go out there and preach the gospel to everybody. To everybody. So verse 14 says, And this gospel of the kingdom, the gospel, which gospel? Rebecca Malopez gospel. Um, Dube, Benjamin Dube's gospel. No. The gospel which is Jesus came, he died for our sins, he was buried, and he rose again. That gospel will be preached in the world for a witness unto some nations. No, for a witness unto some of the nations. No, please read the thing. Well, maybe you can't read it. And and this of the kingdom, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto a few nations and to some nations and to most nations but and to all nations and to every, everybody must hear the gospel of Jesus Christ everybody must hear the gospel of Jesus and then the end shall come even the Taliban's must hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and it depends on us. That's why we must rise up to be soul winners. If you are in UKZ10, UKZ10 girls, the salvation of UKZ10, I'm talking to you. It depends on you. Amen. Yeah, everybody in your class must hear this gospel. Don't assume that they have heard it already. That's the mistake we make. That's the mistake we make that, oh, everybody, oh, if you say Jesus, everybody has heard it. No. Sometimes they've not heard it well enough. No, that's why we have this book. So that people can hear it in a way they can relate with. Yeah. Sometimes they've not heard it. Sometimes somebody came to, oh, God is coming to judge you. Or most of us have the view that God is this wicked judge who's going to come. He's old. He's old. He has a long white beard. He's wearing a white. He's only into white clothes. And then he has a rod, a stick. And when he comes, he's going to beat all of us. He's going to beat all of us. How many of you what I'm saying, I mean, you have thought about it before. Okay, not you, but you know somebody. UKZ10 girls, I'm watching you, I'm watching you. You have thought about it before. Yet, God is this guy who's coming to judge all of us. Wicked. Even you don't want to say wicked, so, but he's coming to judge us. And we have to run away from him. We are afraid of him. But the Bible gives us the best example of God. The Bible tells us in John 3, 16 that for God so loved the world. The interact between God and the world, which is his love. That God so loved the world, he sent his son, his only gotten son. The time God started to interact with the world, he sent a rescue mission to save us, to help us. To prevent us from going. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish. Should not be destroyed. Now is this a sign? Is this a symbol of some wicked, can cross, uncompromising person who is going to come? No. By somebody, a loving person who is going to come to save us from perishing. To save us from perishing. That you must have. Then he says in verse 17, For God sent his, not his son. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world or to destroy the world. That, that the world, through him, might be saved. Might be saved. Might be saved. This gospel. So when you go and preach, and say, oh, you, are, you go and preach judgment. There are some people, they must hear about judgment. That's all that I agree. It's also part of God. Do you get it? It's, 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 it's part of God. God is a judge. It's a righteous judge. Do you see? Some people also must hear about the love of God. So, when, when everybody must hear. Everybody must hear the gospel of Jesus in the way that they can relate to it. In the, no matter how hard they are. No matter. Sometimes we think, oh, because they are so sick, this boy is so bad. Sometimes you see the people on campus. He's so bad that he cannot... No, it's beyond the gospel. Nobody is beyond the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nobody. 
Nobody is too bad on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nobody. So he's Osama bin Laden. He's very hard. He's a hardened person. You'll be surprised. Even I've seen Jacob Zuma, not to say that he's bad, but I mean, I've seen Jacob Zuma on, 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 on social media, on TV or something, singing gospel Christian music. Yeah, yeah, he's a pastor in a certain church. Yeah, Jay-Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reverend Father, some type of pastoral church leader. Something. Now, but you think about it. If Jacob Zuma were to come to this church, you will make him one of the elders. Whether officially or not. Even just, as, or just out of respect for the nation. Yeah, you can't cry. You can't cry. So, you are Jay-Z. Go and sit at the back. I mean, you don't respect older people. Ah. Never. You can never do that. Hallelujah. I says, this because everybody must hear. All the people in your class must hear. All the people at your house must hear. All the people in your area must hear. All the people in, in, in your, in, in wherever you are, they must hear at your office. They must hear about it. You must make time. You must intentionally, not that you wear a t-shirt and written God loves you. Then you are moving around with a t-shirt and say it's enough. No, no, no. You must interact with them physically. Say, Look, God loves you. He sent his son to die. For your sins. He said, so what has that got to do with me? To die for your sins and for my sins. So that our sins don't take us to hell. Yeah, that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everybody must hear Jesus. Everybody must hear this gospel. Then the end will come. Then that famous day. You see, like, when I say the end. You see, like yesterday, man, Cristiano Ronaldo was making a return to the theater of dreams. Right. Now, myself, my children, my we are all waiting for Saturday. We've been waiting for Saturday for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting. It's not coming. It's taking forever to come. It's taking forever to come. Even when Saturday came, it's like 4 p.m. was not coming. Every three minutes, we'll check the time. One minute past one. Then after about five minutes, you check the time again. Two minutes past one. See, hey, what happened to you? After another 20 minutes, you check three minutes past one. It was almost long. At a point, I was so tired, I went to sleep. So that some time can pass for the game to begin. If people who were playing before I decided I won't watch them, it's going to be an irritation to my heart. So when I came to turn on the TV and now it's like it's time for it to come. I saw that my children were not there, so I took out my phone. And I called them. I said, guys, where are you? Are you safe? It's about to go down. So I was calling them to let them know that wherever you are, I'm coming to fetch you now. Because it's going down. And Cristiano Ronaldo is coming in hot. Yeah. And he came in hot. And with great anticipation. They told, when I called them, they told me I should pause the TV. <laughs> because they were getting a lift to come home. So I should pause the TV so that when they can, they can all watch it with me. I said, no, 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 no. Never. <laughs> I've waited long enough. You either get here now. Yeah, and they rush home. That's how the coming of Jesus is. We are waiting with anticipation, with excitement, with zeal, waiting for Jesus to come. But before Jesus can come, the gospel of Jesus Christ must reach everybody. Must get to everybody, must hear it. Until then, Jesus is not coming. We'll be in this difficult world continually. Yeah, imagine Jesus comes, we go to heaven, you won't pay rent again. You don't have to buy food again. All the issues that you cry, you don't have to cry. Jimmy can't break your heart again. Because you don't need Jimmy. Jesus will become your boyfriend. You don't need any boyfriend again. Yeah, Jesus will be your husband. We are, the Bible says we are the bride. So Jesus will be the groom. All of, even if you are not married, everybody will get a husband. Yeah, if there's no reason why we must go, this is one reason because in heaven, everybody, every lady will have a husband. Yeah. yeah, everybody. One of the things as a pastor that worries me is, I wish I could find husbands for all the ladies in there. 
Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, ladies love God. They love God. But they also love marriage. Do you get it? So, if I could get a husband for all of them, then they can all be happy in the church and serve God. Because that's their main prayer. Yeah. All ladies. Some of them pretend, but it's their truth. All ladies' problems have to do with men. Yeah. Menstruation. Menopause. Mental. Uh, men, 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 men. Yeah. That's all ladies' issues. All their life, they are praying, oh Lord, give me a man. When they get their man, oh Lord, let me let him stay at home. Oh, that's it. They will not accept it. You see, when you say it in public, they will not accept it. But they, you, you look at the issues you bring for counseling. You can connect the dots. Say, so, oh, me, you are 17, that's why. We, we, when it's 25, 27, you start saying, oh God. Even the 17, you are busy. Guys, it looks like my time is up. But we must become soul winners. We must become soul winners. We must become people who tell other people about Jesus. Tell somebody else about Jesus. This week, tell somebody about Jesus. At your school, at your house, at your workplace. Wherever you go, in the taxi, in the bus. Tell somebody that Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. And he loves you so much. He laid down his life for your sins. And he, ro- he was buried. And he rose again. So that you can go to heaven. So that you can have eternal life. If we can rise up and do this thing. Oh church of God. Our deliverance from this world. Will come soon. Will come soon. Will come soon. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. If you are clapping your hands, clap in English and in Zulu so that. <laughs> Lift your hands, let us pray. Pray for you. So I say, Lord, make me a soul winner. Make me a soul winner. Make me a soul winner. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Speak to us as we are here, God, as we hear this, this sermon. Speak to us. For one day we shall account for the sermon that we have heard. Minister to us, challenge, drive us so that we can push your gospel to everyone, to everyone, to everyone. Use us. Ask God to use you. Use you as a soul winner. Use you to, as a witness. Use you to spread his gospel. Use you to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ that he died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again so that you and I can have eternal life. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for everyone who's gathered here. I pray, use us to your glory. Use us as soul winners. People who will be witnesses to others about your grace about your kingdom, about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We will be witnesses to spread this throughout the world in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a nice amen. Amen. You are here this morning. Maybe it's your first time hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ that he died for your sins. He was buried and he rose again. You don't have to leave this place with the burden of your sin on you. This morning, Jesus is here to forgive your sin, to wash away every sin of yours and to accept you to become a child of his so that you can inherit eternal life. If you are here like that, I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I know I need Jesus. Pray with me so that Jesus will be coming to my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life so that I don't go to hell. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Let's give privacy to one another. Now, close your eyes, young man. I want you to lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you wherever you are. Just say, Pastor, I need Jesus to come into my heart, to be the Lord of my life. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. If you are lifting your right hand, please lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. 
I want to pray with you. Lift it high above your head. I will pray with you. I will pray with you. I will pray with you. Lift that up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you. My brothers over here, come to me. I'll pray with you. Lift that up your hand. Come, I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Come. Come, I'll pray with you. respond to this call. But you look at the people around and you say, mm, not today. This may be your final opportunity. This may be your final. And I'm not trying to frighten you into Jesus. I'm just extending a hand of salvation to you. So you are here. Say, Pastor, I don't know if I die whether I'll go to heaven or go to hell. If you are here like that, I want to give you an opportunity. One more. This is my final call. I want to give you an opportunity to come to Jesus this morning. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I want to surrender my life to you. I'm giving you a second opportunity to surrender your life to Jesus. To surrender your life to Jesus. I'm giving you this final. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. As we sing this song, come unto Jesus. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I want to yield to Jesus. 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 Give him your life today. Give him your life today. Jesus. Say it after me. Look at me so you can hear what I'm saying. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me. You were buried and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. From today, I am born again and I'm a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for them? Father, thank you for these ones. Wash them with your blood. Write their names in the book of life. Fill them with your mighty Holy Spirit and use them to your glory. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.